Andre Pollard kicks the box to the lead. They are one step closer to a showdown with the All Blacks. Sia Khaleesi calls for calm. Pollard sets the line. Two and a half minutes remain. It's a one-point ball game. England have to find a way. They have led for 77 and a half minutes in this match. England caught behind the gain line. Ball is lost. Ball is lost. That'll do it. That will do it. South Africa have pulled off a miracle in Paris. England devastated. And the box are through to a second straight Rugby World Cup final. Mornings with Ian Smith, minus Smithy. My name is Daniel McCarty. Fear not, uh, Brian Louie with me as we roll on through till midday. Time to talk Rugby World Cup. Time to talk Rugby World Cup final. Time to talk All Blacks v the Springboks. And time to welcome back to the show one of our uh, favourite South African uh, rugby minds, podcaster, content creator, Cookie Kool-Aid joins the program. Welcome back. So we meet again. It's happening. Oh, after 28 years, um, well, I mean, first of all, I'm still recovering from our game. Luckily, you guys got were able to take care of business very quickly. We had to absolutely steal it against England on, on Saturday night. This time. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of believe that we finally did it. And um, after 28 years, we meet again in the World Cup final. Well, at least your game was good for world rugby. Ours was bad for world rugby, according to the salty <laughs> scribes in the north. Uh, you know, we, we harmed world rugby by being really good against Argentina. Yeah, how dare you play so well that um, you, you you blow the side out at half, by half time and um, you, you, you basically ruined the, the World Cup. And we both did actually run. We ruined rugby by getting to the final again because we knocked out France and Ireland. And um, how, how dare we just ruin rugby again? How heartbreak, or not, obviously your heart hasn't broken, but how stressful was that game against England? You've done it again. You're back from the dead again. You're rising from the grave again. You mentioned the, the other week that we need to be about 10 foot deep to, to, to bury South Africa. I think it's probably 15 foot now. I, at 15-6, I think I thought it was game over. And Aaron Farrell Far got that drop goal. It kind of looked like we just wanted the races, and it looked like, you know what, this is it. But once again, we found a way to, to score a try, found a way to put together one good, one great attack in, in, about 80, in 80 minutes and um, outlasted England again. It was a very stressful game. Um, I probably recovered about probably Monday night where I realized we actually threw to the World Cup final. Still got a little bit of PTSD from that game. But um, yeah, just happy to be back in the final. Uh, incredible. The Zombok apocalypse, as I've been joking over the last couple of weeks, you've got to bury them 10 feet deep. I'd like to know what movie is it? Is it Return of the Living Box? Night of the Living Dead Box? Nightmare on Box Street? What, what is it? What is it? The, the resilience this group has. It's got to be Nightmare on Box Street. That's just the resilience, I think. You've got to be... I think that the bench for the Springboks has been at, at operating at an incredible level. The bench was good um, against France and, and, and very, very good against England. Yes, I mean, last week, I mean, Oxenshire... Andre Pollard, I mean, Achis Neyman, I mean, everyone stepped up for the bench. I thought the, uh, the bench was phenomenal. I think Faf Duclair coming on and changing. And also, the scary thing is the fact that, I mean, we pulled off some such experienced players. Yeah, their colleagues went off early. Even Isabel went off early. Dwayne Familia went off early. So, it's you almost got to beat two sides when you're back against the Springboks. And likely, 
the bench has stepped up every time they've been asked to. Yeah, and that try, the only try that was finished off by R.K. Snyman, was there anyone on the planet who didn't think you were going to maul that line-out? Because you caught England by surprise. Oh, well, the, the, the funny thing is, is it's, it's almost, it's almost credit, credit to England because we tried to maul them quite early and they, and they managed to stop our maul twice when, when you could have gone for poles. And I think and I think England defended them all so well that we actually had to sort of try something different, and um, and it's probably the one piece of trickery we were able to do. I mean, it's probably the one one of the few mistakes England made. I thought England was fantastic. Um, I, I just don't think they could have played any better, and um, I, I just think the three box ability there, like you said, to to stay in the fight, and we did. And, I, and it was it was the sort of, the sort of game where. You felt like you needed a try, one try would win it, and likely we got it. Through 60, 65 minutes before the comeback, I, I was so confused about the Springbok performance, I, I actually would label the movie Invasion of the Box Snatchers, because I, I didn't really recognise them through the first hour. Were, were they rattled? Were, is, is that a worry, heading into a final? I don't think they were rattled. I think, I think it was a combination of, I think, going into that game, I think... The, the the emotional the, the emotional toll I think the France game was was still there I think and um and I thought England was, I think it was more good England than bad Springboks I think England was very good and they and they, they kicked well they contested well and they sort of never allowed the box to sort of settle and get into that game and I think and I think that was the big difference I sort of the way and, and you could t- kind of tell with the with the conditions as well the rain came out and it wasn't going to be the game like we had against France was was going to be a lot more, more tactical. It was going to be a lot of kicking. Um, I remember saying to mates, um, actually at the start of the game, and I said, like, brace yourself for if you if, if you if you're looking for for a try spectacle, this is, not, this is not the week. This, is, this <laughs> could be a one try game, and it's going to be full of penalties. And I thought England was able to put the box under pressure in terms of set piece and kicking wall, and they just never allowed us to get into the game and get into and get into some rhythm. So are you telling me the template there is for the All Blacks to repeat what England did? So that's kicking possession away 93% of the time. You, you want New Zealand to kick it 93% of the time, do you? <laughs> I think, I mean, New Zealand, I mean, when you, when you guys beat us at, at Mount Smart earlier in the year, you guys kicked very well. It was something that mm. you, you, your kick game actually kind of put us under tremendous pressure. And it wasn't just long box kicks, it was small kicks, attacking kicks, uh, 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 bottom battle chips over the defense, or in Richie Mwanga cross cross kicks at Aaron Smith's um, high ball. So I think it's you have many ways to beat us. I think it's that's the one thing we know as well. But I think if you if you kick well against the Springboks, it's a very it's, it's a hard thing to do because we we back our kicking game. But if you kick well, it's you can put the Springboks under pressure. I think. You guys, obviously, we there's so much to worry about it, you guys, and you, you're, peaking at, you're peaking at the right time, which is absolutely scary as well. What about the vibe? Let's talk the vibe and feels in South Africa. What's it like at the moment, not only with the Springboks and another rig, Rugby World Cup final, a chance for them to defend their crown for the first time, but also your pro tiers are scoring runs for fun. It's almost like you've got a cricket team too. <laughs> well, the, the pro tiers one is different because we saw... We've we've had lots of heartbreak come cricket World Cup, so it, it, they, it's still tentative, you know. It's, it's still right. we never yeah. we never actually feel at ease with them until we, 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 there's too much heartbreak there. But there's a big sense of excitement. I think you're playing the old rival. It's the big, it's the biggest game in the sport. I know the the Northern Hemisphere guys won't agree, but 
Springboks All Blacks is the ultimate rivalry. And to get it again in a World Cup final, how often do you get that in the world stage to get are you the two biggest sides, the two most successful sides? I mean, the winner here when it becomes the first team to win the four World Cups. You've got the most successful teams in the world. You've got the biggest rivalry. So for us, we're extremely excited. I think it's a it's, it's, it's strange. I mean, there's a big vibe. It's, the nerves are starting to kick in. I think we, as a country as a whole, we've just recovered from England, which it took a the England game took a big toll from us as fans as a country. So <laughs> we've just recovered from the England. We're sort of going towards the nerves are kicking in for Saturday. Do does the bandwagon get fooled? Like when it, when a team goes on a roll like this, does it drag the nation along? Do you notice people getting in behind the team? It's absolutely wild down here. It's um, it is wild things on Saturday. You know, um, you, you look around social media. I mean, pubs were absolutely packed. Um, the place I watched with, I was actually not working, so I was going to go watch with some mates. It was the first time the pub actually had to stop people from coming in. Just there's just no space. I mean, there's about a thousand people, hundreds of people. There's so many areas around Joburg where I stay where just you couldn't find a game. You look at this week. There's like if if you haven't booked if you haven't booked a place to watch or a table by now, you you can watch the game at home. I mean that's how the vibe has been. You look at all over South Africa, the the the, the support that people are, especially the Springboks. We saw connected to the Springboks. It's 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 something amazing. You know, I think and now obviously being. On the brink of history is the first time we could possibly go back to back. I think 2019 was a story of hope. We didn't expect to. We were just confident, but we didn't expect to. And I think this year we will. We came in with the confidence that we actually are one of the favourites. So now that we're here, it's. I mean, it's it's absolutely epic down here on a bog day. Let me embrace my inner Russi. Um, it's yours to lose, right? You're the defending champs. You've got through the tight games. We're to walk over. We're not battle tested. You've been in a host of teams inside the top six. You've got the best coaches. It's yours to lose, isn't it? We we got a free hit. Hey, listen, we've, we we just survived a, a semi final and a, a, a quarter final. It was tough. I mean, you guys pretty much could have stopped playing rugby after half time. Could have made whole sort of changes. So you you actually were arrested. Um, <laughs> but oh, it, it, it's it's it, it's actually it's hard to pick a favorite. You know, I mean, there's so many factors you could tell. You know, you know how we are. We, you could say we could say that you unbell hardened after last week, but you can counter it and saying we we still we can still dig deep in the tank because you you sort of played that well last weekend. Yeah, you haven't had to go down to the wall since the Ireland game. I mean, so it's it's, it's one of those things where it's absolutely scary. But how's it how's it on that side? I mean, how's the nerves? Like, how are you guys feeling? I mean, we, 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 we can only see it from 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 the guys in the breakdown. So we 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 pretty much judge your guys' views on um, <laughs> John Cohen and the boys. <laughs> I'm not sure. If that is the right thing to do, Cooks, I'm not sure if that is a true reflection of New Zealand. On New Zealand rugby fans, I think, are just delighted where we've come from, say, 12 months, 18 months ago, to where we are now, the footy we're playing. Um, And and we have much respect for South Africa, and we can know this can go either way. We've seen it not only this year at Mount Smart, but then the return game at Twickers. We saw it the year before when they split the matches one all. Um, and the year before that, there's just nothing between these sides, right? And I got asked a question by one of my callers yesterday, who's the best team? And I can't answer that. Um, I can only answer that about, you know, 10 a.m. Uh, on Sunday morning New Zealand time. But um, you guys obviously beat us quite handsomely last time. Will, will that be a key cog in Russie's game plan as far as winding us up? What tricks has Russie got for us this week, you think? 
I think I think a lot has changed since that Twickenham game. For num for starters, you guys are full strength. I think that's going to be a, a different factor. I mean, I, I think there's no Frizzell, there was no there was no Jordy Barrett. There was I mean, George Lord was playing. It was it was, it was, it was so you weren't fully strength. I mean, so I think this, the, the, the template there, obviously, I think we'll still want to implement. Obviously, I thought our forwards were absolutely dominant that day. I thought our more was good. I think that we played with, with, with the sort of tempo that that um, sort of pins you guys in your own half. I think we'll definitely try and I think we'll definitely try and recreate that. But I, but we also know that we also have to sort of. I, I, my worry is that we can't have a bad start again for the third straight week. We sort of had to yeah. start off well, and 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 and, the, and and you guys actually had tremendous starts the last three weeks. Sort of the polar opposite to us in, in terms of starting the game well. So we the, we we are worried about that, but we do think like the scary part with Sam Whitelock, Brody Retallick, all the guys, Frank Brazil, Aaron Smith. I still have. I still have nightmares of the of the way Aaron Smith spoke about against Ireland. His eyes, the determination there. I'm hoping he's not doing any interviews this week. <laughs> Who is the key in the South African unit? If you had to single out one man, that if he that needs to play sort of a nine out of ten, ten out of ten, uh, who do you think that would be? I think it's hard to look past. Um, yeah, but it's the best. I mean, I mean, it's hard to single one. I think he's probably the big one. But I think the big one for me is probably Bongi Bonambi. Um, obviously, him being the the lone out and out hooker, I think he needs to have a, a massive game because I do think that the All Blacks will look to target the Springbok line out, as Ireland and England did. So I think that's a big area for, I think it's a big area for the All Blacks can target. And also, Bongi sort of closed out the last few the two playoff games as captain because normally he has gone off early. Duane for me has gone off early. Everyone went off early, but Duane Bongi sort of finished the last two games as captain and sort of rallied the boys and been extremely key. In, in in riding the ship and, and and fixing the ship in the last two weeks. So I think that's going to be, he's going to be absolutely massive. I mean, Andre Polo's there, but I think Bongi Bonambi is the big key for the weekend. Well, Bongi is in the news for obvious reasons, right? The alleged uh, racism. I've watched the tapes. I can't decipher a thing. As far, I can't even, uh, un, you know, really make out what they're saying. I don't know how you prove this. Uh, it would be a case of hearsay, of course. I, I am loving, though, the amateur... Uh, defence attorneys across South Africa that have rushed to social media to say this is absolutely Afrikaans, absolutely Afrikaans. <laughs> are, are you a little bit worried that that he might face a sanction here, or are you like me, you're just confused as to anyone being able to make any sense of what was said? I think confusion is the big one. Um, yeah, just as confused. I think um, obviously these are. I mean, it is serious, serious allegations. So, um, and, and 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 there is the argument after the, the clip has come out. So. But apparently, there was, they're saying that it happened off the field. So it's actually more, it's becoming more confusing as the days go. Wow. So um, I, 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 I'm hoping they come to a solution for this because it's sort of, it's sort of taking away on what the, how big this week is and what the occasion is. I mean, we've got Springbok, yeah, Wallace, Springbok All Blacks final, and this is sort of tainting it in terms of how it's starting the week. But yeah, I'm just as confused, you know. I mean, as I've seen. Many theories and many uh, many theories and many and many that's being said. I mean, obviously, Bongi, you could see how how, how angry he was after the game in terms of that. But um, yeah, so I, I'm just hoping there's some clarity around this. So that at least he can move on and the players can move on. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Um, it is dragging. It is dragging for sure.
uh, in things that I can prove and crimes that I can prove, if you actually go watch the tape that's uh, floating around, what about Farrell butchering a three-on-one down that short side? Thank God he kicked the ball away, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing with the clip. Uh, it doesn't have to come. So there's a huge uh, gap. I mean, what are you doing? Thank goodness. We might we might have a different type of phone call this week if if, if you actually passed it. <laughs> hey, what's your take on the new rugby nations championship that's been uh, announced and ratified by World Rugby? It seems like they're I'm calling them the twelve disciples who get to to feed at the trough of World Rugby at the head table. Um, are you a little bit disappointed that there's not a broader church here? I'm getting very religious on things. Sport is religion after all. Um, I, I'm not overly comfortable that it's a bit of a closed shop un- through until 2030 by the looks where promotion relegation can come in. Is, is that how you how you read it as well? Or does it make sense to actually let the best play each other? I, I, I'm frustrated because the best do have a competition. You know, Six Nations Rugby Championship and we end up playing each other in June and, and, and November anyway, yeah. October anyway. So you look at the World Cup, you look at sides like Portugal, you look at sides like, you know, like World Cup story, like Namibia, Uruguay, who need to actually keep playing the national teams, who need to play against the All Blacks side. I mean, imagine the revenue a side like Portugal can make if they play the All Blacks once every second year, like one test or the Springboks yeah. go on tour to Uruguay and things like that, where you think with World Rugby, like the... We, you, they'll sort of open these things up but it is frustrating you know I think I mean there's, there's, there's so much going on I think we need to try to figure out the global calendar um, and but like sort of add another competition in in, in two other competitions because now what happens to the rugby championship in those days what happens to the to the, to the Six Nations so it's just sad to know that uh, Assad's like Georgia, Portugal and, and are only going to get in the mix in 2030 I mean that's seven years from now yeah I know, mate. We could be dead uh, for all we know. <laughs> That's a bit morbid. Let's finish with this. Go on. Tell me, how does the final play out? I, I smell extra time, mate, and I told you last week, Madiba's not there to help you out. There's no 747 to help you out. Uh, there's no Joel Stransky. How's this one play out, mate? Go on, Cooks. Lay it all on the line. You know what I think it's going to be? I mean, I, I mean, the 95, obviously, there was Joel Stransky and the alleged food poisoning as well, as you guys claim. I mean, I just... I just think you always had a bad curry, but it's fine. Um, I just, and then you, you look at the last game. I think it's going to be an absolute dripper. I think it's going to be similar to Ellis Park, to be honest with you, from last year. I think I, it, I can't remember an All Black Springbok game being a sort of penalty fest of a, a 15, a, an 18 15. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a high scoring game, something like a 32 30, uh, potentially extra time. So. Obviously, I got to stick with the Springboks to sort of come in to, 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 to steal it at the end. I think Andre Pollard's got one more big kick in him, but I definitely think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think we, the, you, the All Blacks, you guys know how to get around a rush defense. You don't fear our rush defense. You, you you back yourselves to score points against us, and I think we also feel like we can use our mall and things like that to sort of score past you as well. So I do think there will be points, and I think it's the rivalry is so epic that yeah, we. It's not. It's not the sort of game that it will be a penalty face. I, I don't think we'll. I don't think. I don't think we can even do that anymore. Well, Cooks, it's been a real treat having you on the show over the last couple of weeks. Enjoy it, my friend. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a belter if it goes that way. High scoring, possibly extra time. What a terrible advertisement for World Rugby that would be. Um, and may the best <laughs> team win. 
May the best team win. I'm just saying, you know, if the Springboks win, I'd like to be invited back next week. But if the All Blacks win, then you can delete my number. Oh, no, we're pulling the cord, mate. We'll go, go, we'll go off here for good. <laughs> Thanks, all right, Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks, mate. All the best, Cooks. We'll, ca- we'll catch you next all week. The best. Thanks so much, buddy. Enjoy it. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Enjoy the